We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Yeah, Ray just alerted to me when I got on the app. And I just quickly before we started talking here, got on, looked at it. It's a very interesting move. Right now, obviously, if you're building a franchise, you want the best leaders, right? The best people in the building. And I think that's probably a goal to looking at here with Kevin Warren, given what he's accomplished, like you said, Lawrence, in the Big Ten Conference, to come in and take on that prominent role within the building at Hallis Hall. It's a really interesting move, and I'm kind of excited about it. I'll be honest, kind of excited about it because it's different, it's unique, and you're taking someone with a very high-level background and putting them in a football environment to help your team grow. Matt Bowen talking to Holmes and Rahimi on 670 The Score earlier today. Obviously, uh, talking about the current status of the Chicago Bears, what direction they're headed in, who they're looking at to be the new team president. Well, uh, to discuss that and maybe a little bit of college football playoffs, joining us on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. She is a host on Sirius XM, Big Ten. She's a senior writer at The Athletic and a, a, a genuine brain when it comes to these kinds of things. Of course, I'm talking about Nicole Auerbach. Nicole, great to talk to you again. Yeah, thanks for having me. And when we were talking, I think most recently, I don't think we were talking about bourbon at all, but Gabe and I both had a sip of bourbon with Dave Weinstead <laughs> a, a moment ago. Uh, I don't know, Nicole, have you ever gotten to, uh, to sip some bourbon with Coach Weinstead before? I have not, um, okay. but I imagine that that just you know is is, is an amazing experience, even better than sober Dave Wanstead right. telling stories. Exactly, <laughs> because he's got a million of them, as you know. So mm-hmm. make sure you uh, you get that in next time you and Coach Wani end up crossing paths. But in the midst of that conversation, one thing that uh, that Dave was talking about was specific to Kevin Warren, his time with the Vikings, and certainly his current leadership of the Big Ten Conference. What is well, I suppose that. We'll start with the latest and then maybe work back to your initial reaction from there. But as you know it at the moment here, Nicole Auerbach, what's the latest on how how seriously Kevin Warren may be considering this if it ends up being offered by the Bears? Well, I mean, it's definitely pretty far in the process. Nothing is finalized. Um, I think that the way that it's been reported is accurate that, um, you know, he's a finalist. He is met with the Bears in person, obviously, which isn't that far. He lives in Chicago anyway. Um, and that this is an opportunity that he is hearing out and he is pursuing and interested in. Because, you know, if you think about where college sports is today um, and the things that he was hired to do, you know, he, he got the media deal and finished all of that, which he wanted and was a priority from day one. He grabbed USC and UCLA, which is, you know, obviously a feather in the cap for him over the cover of darkness. Really, no one had any idea that that was happening until it was basically done already. Um, and, you know, they just decided to expand the playoff. We know when that's going to start. But there are so many things that are now as we turn the page, and there's a new NCAA president, there's a new Congress coming in, there's lawsuits that are going to continue to work their way through 
the legal system. There are, um, you know, potential bills. There's other potential challenges. There's all these other thorns that are part of the college football playoff expansion process when they have to do an entirely new contract for 2026 and on. Um, And so, you know, if you look at the next few years in college sports, it's A, going to be a slog in some ways, and B, you're also just waiting for the shoe to drop and for outside entities to probably determine what the model of college sports is going to look like moving forward because there are so many different types of challenges to the business model right now and what athletes should be classified as, should they be employees, um, do they have you know collective bargaining rights, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many different dominoes that could fall that would shape all of that. Um, so, you know, with someone who has the experience that Kevin Warren does in the NFL, I think a lot of people have always expected that he'd be interested in going back to the NFL. So I think you look at both of those things about what you're looking at, what you're staring down for the next couple of years is the role of the Big Ten commissioner versus, you know, running an NFL team and, and, and all of his experience there. We know that obviously his his work with the Vikings and their stadium would be a, a big feather in the cap for this as well with what the Bears need to do. But I just think, you know, it, it's one of those things that the timing is shocking because, you know, there's so many things happening and USC and UCLA are continuing to be, you know, eventually worked into the system and integrated. And there's so many things that need to get done before they officially join the big 10 in the summer of 2022. But at the same time, when you look at that timeline and you see it and you know that this is a job in the city he's living, that he likes to live in, wouldn't have to move, wouldn't have to do any of those things, gets to, you know, report to stakeholders like anyone in pro sports does, not athletic directors, not presidents and chancellors. Uh, you can see why that would be appealing. But, you know, these types of things don't typically leak until they're very, very far along in the process um, because, you know, you don't want people to have to say no publicly. You don't want other people to know that they're a second chance. So, you know, I think, again, even though we know that nothing is finalized, it wouldn't have gotten this far if it wasn't very serious on both sides. Talking to athletic senior, the athletic senior writer, Nicole Auerbach, right now on 670 The Score. It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. Uh, Nicole, on your Twitter, at Nicole Auerbach, you uh, tweeted out the statement from the Big Ten. Uh, what were your initial thoughts on seeing them kind of quickly put out something uh, to kind of counter what's been out there about Kevin Warren uh, currently? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I wasn't too surprised that they did that because we, we typically do see that a lot. and we, we saw the Bears put out a statement as well about, you know, that they're going to make this decision on their own timeline. They didn't give themselves deadlines or anything like that. Um, the Big Ten statement, I thought, was just very garbled. Um, it didn't really say much. I think they probably would have been better off saying nothing. To me, it just made me think, oh, well, you know, this, this could happen soon <laughs> because it, it really did not re- reaffirm his commitment to the Big Ten Conference or anything. It was just saying, you know, I value working there, and right now that's what I'm focused on. And also, you know, a lot of people approach me about jobs. Like, and, and that's not surprising. I mean, when you're in one of those types of jobs, there's very few leadership roles or, or roles in sports that are better than that or, or on par with that. And so, of course, those types of opportunities would come up for Kevin Warren. Um, so I, I just thought that it didn't really diffuse the situation. Probably was unnecessary. And again, for me reading it, it just made me think even more, oh, well, he, he, he's probably gone uh, <laughs> just based on the way that that was worded. But again, nothing is finalized, nothing is done, uh, but there was not very, it was not a very strong rebuttal to say, oh, this is uh, absolutely not going to happen, or, 
you know, uh, well, you know, I don't, I don't even know if he'd be interested in that. It was not one of those types of statements. And when Kevin Warren first accepted the job as Big Ten commissioner, then as, as a lot of us who weren't as familiar with his background up to that point, you know, you start to figure out his success he had had with the Minnesota Vikings and helping them get to a, you know, a, a new stadium and having a Super Bowl ring from his time with the Rams. And, you know, but at this point, as a, as a Big Ten administrator now in a short time, his, the perception of his success as Big Ten commissioner has very drastically changed now versus what it was a couple of years ago as he took over, you know, right in the face of, of COVID and the world shutting down. I'm wondering, do you, at this point, now that we've seen a couple of years, essentially, of Kevin Warren as Big Ten commissioner, does he still, at this point, strike you as someone who is, is maybe more well-suited for, for life as an NFL, as a professional ex- executive? Uh, or is the collegiate sports landscape, landscape just adjusting to where – you know, Kevin Warren's experience really does suit the the ongoing, the future college model. Well, we've seen other Power Five conferences go outside of college sports since Kevin Warren was hired. You saw it with the Pac-12, you saw that with the Big 12. So I do think that that skill set and experience in pro sports has been deemed a positive. Um, but I, I do think, and obviously, you know, I just was listing off all of the things he's accomplished in, in the last 12 months, and those are major accomplishments. Um, that certainly solidified the Big Ten and the SEC run the show. They're the two leagues that have the best teams, bringing the most money. Those two can can throw their weight around. And he solidified that, and he added the schools from the L.A. market and did all those things. So he can he can leave and, and feel great about the, those accomplishments that he's done. But I do think that his skill set is very, um, very still very pro uh I don't know what the right word would be. I just think it matches pro sports. It matches the NFL. He's spent two decades in the NFL, so that totally makes sense. But if you think about the way that, um, you know, even again with, with some of the way that he did the, the uh, Big Ten media rights deals, the way that he structured it, he set it up the way that we see the NFL deals, right, where you have, you know, major over-the-air networks and partners, and they, they promote each other, they cross-promote, you're sharing your inventory across multiple networks. It's different. That's not how others – <clears throat> excuse me, in college sports, we're operating or we're doing deals. It was also shorter than other deals were made. So there was just always a different approach and perspective. And I think that, you know, obviously it took some time to, you know, get your feet wet to understand, like, okay, the legal environment, the different lawsuits that people are dealing with about college sports. How do I feel about name, image, and likeness? How do I feel about the transfer portal? I need to get to all of these campuses. We, we all know what happened with COVID and, and decision-making and having to repair relationships in the conference as well. So you had all of those things going on to get up to speed. And you just don't have to deal with a lot of those things when you're in the professional ranks, right? It is about the business. It is about contracts and your relationships with, with the players are different and players and coaches and all of these things. It's, it's, it's the business. And college sports is, yes, it's becoming more professionalized. The business model feels like it is about to change. I don't know which domino it's going to be, but a domino will fall and it will change. But there's just so much more uncertainty in that space where you have the certainty in pro sports and you have the clear stakeholders and the people you report to and the negotiations and all these different things that are just clearer in the NFL. And, and I, I think that's only natural with a place that you spent two decades and, and really cut your teeth is different than a place you spent a couple of years. And it's been very tumultuous. It's also been the most uncertain college sports has ever been about just its, its own enterprise. So you can't even fault him for, for some of that. But I think 
you know, again, when I think about the stuff that he's enjoyed, when you talk about like the media rights deals and his, his eyes light up and he talked about piecing them together and the different networks and this and that and when they're going to play the game, all that stuff is a very pro sports background and getting to play around with those things. There's so many other things you're responsible for as a commissioner. So, again, I think he was really, you know, kind of hitting his stride and understanding what that role was and also what it meant to throw around the weight as the Big Ten commissioner in those meeting rooms. But I also see why this would be a very appealing place to go and why the bears would be interested you know so so again you know you see the news and then you start talking to people and and you confirm it and you're still shocked at the timing certainly two days before the the semifinals when you have two big 10 teams playing in it for the first time is not ideal but i think that it's not surprising that it's an nfl opportunity that it's this type of role with an nfl organization and that it's the one in the city that he lives and he you know really enjoys and his daughter lives and and he fits. So, uh, you know, it's been an interesting day for sure. I've had a lot of interesting conversations with people, um, but it does sound and, and seem like a really good fit for him. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.